Thanks for choosing to listen to another City Point West podcast. I trust that this message empowers and encourages you to continue your journey of faith. Enjoy. I'm going to invite in a few moments uh, some of our key department leaders uh, in the life of the church. We're going to have a chat with some of our key uh, department leaders, those that run our creative, our our host team, uh, those that work with our kids, youth, young adults. And we're going to have a bit of a chat with them, our life groups, and have a bit of a chat with them around who we are as a church. Listen, we have just seen an incredible last 12 months in the life of our church. Seen great growth, people making decisions to follow Christ, new members come and join our church, and it's just a wonderful thing just to see that great growth. And you know, I look across here, this is all the seats that we have. Probably in the next couple of months, we need to buy some more seats because we're running out of actual seats in the house, which is great, which is awesome. And we love growth. It's a great thing. But a key part of growth is, is, a, is the place of being involved and serving in the kingdom of God. Because as we grow, we need people to continually serve and be a part of what we do. And look at our youth ministry and, and, and the incredible growth we've seen there. And our young adults, uh, the growth we've seen in these different departments of our church. And involvement becomes a key part of continuing growth. And it's a wonderful thing. Our senior pastor, Pastor Mark, who was here a couple of weeks ago, he made a statement a number of years ago that became our church mission statement. He said this, that we are here to unmistakably influence our world for good and for God. To unmistakably influence our world for good and for God. Now, there's a couple of things I want to highlight here. First, he said that we would unmistakably. Now, that unmistakable thing is like, oh, have we done something? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. That's not unmistakable unmistakably is the imprint that there is a difference because this church is here. I remember Pastor Mark asking a question. He said this, if we shut the doors of our church, would our community notice? That was his question. I remember him asking that question 15 years ago. And it was the lead into this statement. If we shut the doors of our church, that is how we tell if we're unmistakably influencing. If we were to shut the doors of our marketplace, would people notice? Yes, they would. They'd be knocking on the door saying, why are you close? If we shut the doors of the church, would people notice? Yes, they would. Now, it goes on further and says, for good and for God. There's two aspects of this, that we would make a difference. We would put food in people's stomachs. We would put clothing on their back. We would meet their physical needs and, and, and outwork for good. But we are not just a benevolent institution that meets people's physical needs. We believe one of the key needs of our community is Christ. We believe people need God. And so we are here to unmistakably, without a shadow of a doubt, make a difference in people's world for good. Listen, we want to meet needs. We want to do that. If we understand that the Bible continually encourages us to meet people's needs, to go and meet people right where they're at, but to bring God to people's lives. People need the power of Jesus to be outworked in their lives and in who they are. Without Jesus, listen, we are nothing. Without Jesus, He is so powerful, so profound in our lives in a powerful way. And today I want to uh, invite some of the key department leaders from just the church here on a Sunday uh, to have a conversation with us today about how they outwork that, how they do that, how the different departments outwork that well. Pastor Lydia, can you come and join me? You're going to talk with us a little bit about our life groups. John, how about you come and talk to us today uh, a little bit in a moment about our host team, uh, Jess and Bray, come and talk to us about youth and young adults. And my wife, 
come and talk to us. Where is she up the back? And Deb, come and talk to us about creative. That would be awesome. Give these guys a great big hand. Now, if you don't know these people, Deb, she runs our creative. She's our creative director here and doing an amazing job in all that she does. If you don't know my wife, Wendy, right here, this beautiful woman, uh, she actually does, does a lot, mostly fixing my mistakes and all the stuff that I don't do, but she works with our, uh, our kids' team and encourages them in a huge way. Uh, Pastor Brian Jess run our youth and our young adults, and they're going to be talking about that in a few moments. Lids, uh, her husband Steve is actually preaching in our Tamil service in A2 at the moment. Uh, so you're going to talk to us about uh, what we do with our life groups and where that fits. And John, my friend, does a great job with our host team. Praise God for host team. Praise God for host team. Uh, hey, Deb, let's start with you. Can we do that? I know you love speaking on this platform. She loves singing, hates speaking. <laughs> Had to drag her up. I told her, girl, if you don't walk up here of your own volition, I'm dragging you up here. Uh, yeah, just, just share with us a bit of the heart and vision behind our creative. Like we obviously had half an hour of worship here. And, and for those of you that missed it, I, it this starts at 10 o'clock, not 10.30. We actually sang at the start of the service. And uh, I know some of you think it's a 10.15, 10.20 service. It's a 10 o'clock service. Uh, so during that time that some people missed this morning, what happens? What's the heart behind that? Where does that fit with unmistakably influence our world for good and God? Okay, so, hi, I'm Deb. Um, I'm not freaking out at all. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Look, I always say that um, the creative team is the heart of the church, okay? That's what I say every single time. And I say it because um, the team plays a significant role in the experience people have on a Sunday morning. Um, if you come into the church and the lights are off <laughs> and the sound is off and um, the platform has papers or stuff in it because there was youth night on Friday. Um, <laughs> the wires are not connected properly. Um, I'm pretty sure you would not enjoy that experience and your whole morning, if you're like me, your whole morning may just be upside down trying to fix things that you can't fix. Um, and being part of the creative team um, draw us closer to God um, because even if you join the team feeling like, I'm cool, you know, I can sing, I'm a diva. By the time you join the team, you realize that you really can't do anything in your own power. <laughs> because when the, when the chords go off or when something go off, you realize that your own power can't really carry people along. Oh, Only wow. the presence of God does that. So then you learn that working with God is very important yeah, to what wow. you do. And because of that, you don't come up here in your, own, um, in your own strength. You come with the strength that God has given you. Yeah, wow. And we created as well. It doesn't really matter what role that you play in because it's not just about singing or playing instruments. There is the sound. There is, yeah. you know, um, there is all that outwork, um, different areas in creative. Um, and, you know, it's... The, the, the mandate in the Bible was we all go into the world and preach the gospel. But we can't all be on the mission field. Yeah. We can't all be preachers. We can't all be pastors. 
but the little that God has committed into your hand wow. as a creative team wow. is how you preach your gospel. Wow. So when you stand here and lead worship, because the church is not just for people that are church, it's for the church and the own church. So you create that atmosphere where everyone right. feels comfortable yeah, right. to experience the presence of God. Yeah. So when you are doing what you do, when you sit in the, at the back on the desk there and put in the words to the songs or the preach or doing that, what you are doing is preaching the gospel right. in your own way. Right. What you are doing when you make the sound good, like when we can hear ourselves, people can hear and, you know, sometimes I come on Sunday morning, I'm like, hey guys, my voice is a bit croaky this morning, just make me sound good. Um, <laughs> I do do that. We have a lot of fun in creative team, I tell you. Um, but that's because... I know I can't do it on my own. You need a yeah, whole team right. to make it happen. Right. But every little thing you do as part of the creative team is you preaching the gospel in your own way. Right. And that's you influencing your world for good and yeah. for God. Yeah. Thank you. Big shout out to all of our tech guys <laughs> up the back. We appreciate you. It's not often I get angry in church, but if the tech's no good, i got angry feelings on the inside. Yeah. No doubt about it. It's a big deal. Pastor Lydia, life groups. Uh, before Fleur said, don't be, don't be an island unto yourself. Don't be uh, by yourself. Uh, he, she made that statement. It's really important. Listen, these guys, they live an hour away. You know what it means not to be an island to yourself. Uh, talk to us about the power of life groups and where that meets us. And maybe for someone that's brand new, they don't know what a life group is. Maybe you can explain that. Okay, let's start there. Um, but absolutely, off the back of what Fleur was saying, so, so true. We all need each other, right? But how to get involved. What is a life group? A life group is a gathering of friends from church, believers that come together in some capacity throughout the week, um, weekend, anytime really, um, and around the word and around fellowship. But it doesn't have to look like a very focused little Bible study and we're very structured and, you know, it can look like anything. It can be like my husband and a couple of the guys ride motorbikes and they go out and they go and get coffee. Um, they have a, yeah, oh, and ladies, I'm, I'm begging your pardon, Pastor Wendy. <laughs> there's ladies as well. Um, so there's a lot of ways we can gather together. So you, it's as limited as your imagination, basically. But the idea is it's fellowship. So Sunday is an incredible time. We all know that here, um, it takes Pastor Tim quite a lot to gather us back after the meet and greet moment because we're all big. Have are you a chat. About? You <laughs> chat a lot. I have no idea what's And going we on. love that. We love that the culture here is that we just yeah. acknowledge one another. So we good. feel seen. We feel heard. The most important thing when you come in, especially as a new person to a church, is that you are seen and you are heard and you are acknowledged. And that is our heart because it's the heart, by the heart of God, that each of us is seen and loved and understood. So we're trying to, all of us, outwork that as a as God has given us capacity to do so. Um, we're not all outgoing, and that's fine. You don't have to be an extrovert. But at the same time, um, there's nice, quiet people who might you love a nice, quiet person. So look out for the ones, you know. Um, but, yeah, Sunday is great. Meet and greet's great. Coffee time out in the foyer is phenomenal. Thank you. Youth team, shout out for the amazing coffee that we have back. Because if you're like me and you like coffee, it's kind of good to get a real one. Um, it's a blessing. It's an amazing time of fellowship. But that's just the beginning, right? You don't create 
deep-spirited friendship on a Sunday morning. You start and you connect and you meet people and you go, oh, I like that person. I might like to get to know them a bit better. Let's go out for coffee. Let's invite them over for dinner, whatever it is. Life group is just that one step further where we intentionally invite people over for fellowship. It's to build relationship. I had an amazing time last night at John and Julitha's life group. It was fantastic. And one of the great things about last night was I learned some things about John that I did not know. And this is what happens. You get together and you find out about each other's background and your story and what makes you tick. And you, you know what happens when we learn about each other is we find grace. We find understanding. We, we, we open our heart and we build, like Philippians talks about being deep-spirited friends. That does not happen on a Sunday morning. But, but look out for the ones. Look out for the people that you can invite over to your house. Now, if ha- hosting a life group with a kind of like a teaching focus seems a bit too hard, that's okay. Maybe you have a heart of fellowship and you would love to have people over and you, you like hospitality. We love we, we love to know people like that because some people can have that gift, but they're like, oh, I don't really feel confident to lead the group. But we have plenty of people here that would love to um, lead the group, maybe not in a position at their house or whatever to host yeah, one. Yeah. So we would love, come and see myself, Pastor Steve, we would love to connect you with those so people. Good. And let's get together. Let's have rich fellowship, so become deep-spirited yeah. friends, because that is, the Bible talks, Pastor Dave's always talking about the bonds of peace, aren't you, Pastor yeah. Dave? But it's powerful. What creates unity in the body of Christ is the bonds of peace that come from relationship. They don't come from, hey, high five, how are you? See you next week. They come from, let's get together, let's just share our life story and and love one another. That's very good. Love that. That's very good. Thank you, Pastor Lydia. My dear wife, how are you ready to go, my dear? You are, of course. She had a great job working with you this morning.
Now, can I, can I just ask another question in amongst that? You also have a uh, space where we have young kids, leaders coming in and being a part of that as well. This woman never stops speaking in the world, except for if you put a microphone in her hand. So good, so good. I, I've, I've seen like just some of the kids that are wearing the shirts, just carrying that leadership and you know, even some of the young, young guys out of our Tamil service come in and part of that as well. It's so exciting and awesome, awesome thing. John, host team. This here is one of the great engine rooms of our church and, and you and your team do such a great job making space for us to walk into this place with clean bathrooms, with clean auditoriums just come in here and experience God in a powerful way. Uh, you, you set up that worship. Talk us through the heart behind what our host team is and where it fits powerfully into unmistakably influence our world for good and for growth. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Tim. You know, there is nothing good like being God's housekeeper. Yeah, wow. There is nothing good like being God's gatekeeper. There is nothing good like being somebody attending the house of God. Yeah. Somebody who can put a smile on somebody who has left his house grumpy coming to the house of God. I love it. And the host team loves doing it. So every time, every single week, you know, from Monday to Sunday, all what we think is the house of God. Are the premises clean? Are the environment attractive? Is the car park looking good? Is the house of God looking good? Are the chairs set up for you to come and enjoy the service? You know, let me just ask you to do it one task. Look at your neighbor. Just look, turn to your neighbor. Don't look at me. Turn to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Is he smiling? <laughs> is he smiling or is he looking grumpy? If he's smiling, get to know that that starts from the door. <laughs> That started from the door. Because when you come in there, you see, you know, smiling people. They welcome you with all compassion, all sorts of love, you know, like, welcome to the house of God. This is the place where to be. This is the place where you need to spend your Sunday morning. Right smile, you know. Because I know. I've seen people coming with their heart broken. 
the moment they step in there, you have two or two words, you know, some of them gone to tears. But look, when they come here and they meet Debbie, oh, it's amazing. It changed their service. It changed their worship. Amen. So that's what we do as a host team. And as Pastor Tim just mentioned, our church is growing. And we need more people. And who can do that job? It's me and you. So if you are thinking of any other you know, service or any other department or any other thing that you can do, the easiest way to start is hosting. That's the easiest one. If it has been hard for you to preach, share the word. Hosting is the best place to learn. You don't need many words. It's just good morning, hello, welcome to the house of God. The gospel is done. Simple. So I encourage you, if there is something in you that, you know, you think, what can I do in the house of God? Start with the hosting. We need people. We need to, you know, we just need to demolish these walls. I, I don't like it when I, every time I come on Sunday, I see them. We just need to move, push them away. Let this house, let these four corners be filled with chairs. And it starts with me and you. And we can do it. If you can put a smile on your neighbors now, you can do it by the door. God bless you. So good. So good. Can I, can I have a, a big shout out to people like Pat, who mow the lawns yeah. and whippersnip, and make this place look great. Drive up the road, see the terrible lawns everywhere, and then this pristine City Point West lawn, well done. And then we all park on it and wreck it and make Pat angry. It's awesome. Praise God for that. We love you, Pat. Even when we park on your lawn, we still love you. Alf and Sue here cleaning yesterday when I popped in, making the place look great. Thank you so much, guys. So good. We really appreciate it. It's a massive thing, and it just makes the experience of being here so much better. Youth and young adults. Uh, let's talk about our young adults. Who are we talking to? Uh, Pastor Jess, talk to us about our young adults. We've seen a whole bunch of young adults come and join our church over the last 12 months, and uh, it's a, a real focus to make sure that we're connecting them well and uh, working that. Talk to us, girl. Where does that, that fit in the life of our church?
Now, if, if a young adult's leader says, hey, I, I would love to be a young adult in the room, so I'd love to be a life group leader, they can come and see you, talk with you about that as well. weeks ago I was talking about even for adults like some of those in the room are more mature being mature in faith walking with God for a long period of time I know already in our youth ministry we have mature people as a part of that youth ministry experienced experienced people that's why I didn't say old um, experienced people yeah they, they, they but they're around and they're there and they're encouraging and walking with you know, that's something that even you'd love to hear is people that have a heart in that way. Maybe not just young adults, but people that would love to speak into young adults. Awesome. Well, that's, that's something that I know I was speaking with someone this morning. What's the age bracket from young adults? Uh, I say 8 to 80, all right? If you're 81, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe not. But it, it is just such an open age, and we just want to get people... It's just about community. It is about that, getting people around, getting people connected... Uh, and then learning learning the word together, it's it's a really awesome thing. We can all do that together. And yeah, as Jess said, that either our lounge room needs to get bigger. So if I want someone to buy us a new house, let us know. I'm up here. Uh, or we just need to start expanding our life groups. So I'm happy for either, really. I am. So good. So good. I, I made the statement a little while ago. For young adults in this day and age, it's probably the hardest age ever. Social media, media, everything. If they, if they walk into a university, they're going to be bombarded with atheistic, humanistic belief systems. And uh, listen, our young adults need your prayers, church. We need to be on your knees, praying and believing for our young adults as they walk through this, this age and we see a great move of God into this nation. Speaking of move of God, we've seen a great move of God in our, in our teenagers, in our youth ministry. Uh, Bray, talk us, talk us through the power of that uh, for, for what you guys have seen. We've seen you know, a great move of God in the young people's lives. Yeah, it's been phenomenal. And, and it's been a thing that I, talking to a bunch of youth pastors across Brisbane, and uh, we have a couple of friends uh, we met from Canberra down there as well, and seeing what God's doing. And, and er, everywhere we look at, everyone we're talking to is just speaking about, we're just, you hear that sense in the spirit that something massive is just about to happen, that we're so close to that massive breakthrough we like to use the big R word of revival, and it just feels like it's so strongly convicted that there's, it's just there, and it's just waiting for a, a, a few more stones to be put in place, and, and what's been happening to our young people has just been incredible, like genuinely encounters of God, just been impacted, I mean, you have to look to the front row at the start yeah. of a service, we have you know, 25, 30 teenagers now, now here. Now, let me just stop for a second, <laughs> those teenagers didn't just go outside for a smoke, yeah. that's... <laughs> They're upstairs. Can Correct. you can you help us with 100%, that? Yeah. So, and I like what Pastor Bunny was saying as well. Everything we do here, especially City Point West, is we're making sure we're talking to where the people are at. We're meeting them where they're at, and then and then doing the message that's going to be able to suit where they're at in their in their spirituality and their age and all that that sort of stuff. So they're up in a. Uh, we have Susan who was on keys this morning. Susan's run upstairs and is now uh, doing a message for uh, our youth guys. Hand round of applause for those guys. I know uh, Precious was up early this morning cooking pancakes for all the guys as well, so we did breakfast for them as well. So if you don't want to feed your kids, just send them up there, you'll be right. <laughs> um, 
but it has been phenomenal to see, you know, kids not just being in a service, being at a, at a program, but encountering it, being a part in it, and lifting their hands in worship. Like, we actually had four of them sleep over at our house last night, and we're there having a good time. But we're there, we're, we're playing worship, we're singing, we're talking about the Bible, we're talking about God, we're sharing. They, they meet here during the week at a prayer meeting, not to play basketball, not to, to muck around and play games, but yeah. to genuinely have a prayer meeting to pray for their schools, pray for their families, pray for their friends, and let that spirit just come and be a part of them. So it's been incredible. And in that, I know, I love Pastor Mark's statement that for good and for God, right? Because without one, the other's really hard to do as well. And this Friday night, we had Pastor and Pastor Wendy come and join us. Uh, one about the clock, I'm back to the youth times. And we, we had them talk to the boys and girls separately. And we, we spoke a lot, a lot about relationships. And one of the key things we wanted to do in this night was to go back to the fundamentals of what some of our more experienced people in church would have learned growing up. The, the basic things of how a man treats a woman. And not just even a relationship point of view, but how do they do that from a stranger? Or how do they do that to a mother? How do they do that to somebody here at church? And breaking down, hey, you know, you like to open the door for me. A gentleman is this, this, and this. Pastor Wendy as well, talking to the girls, and hey, this is how we act. This is how we treat boys. This is how we present ourselves in a respectful way. Going through the spiritual side has been incredible, but I love that we get to talk to the practicality with our kids, how to open a bank account. I, I don't know between myself, Jess, and Pastor Tim, how many licenses we've gotten for kids in Anala. It has been incredible, but I love that we're doing that. We're helping kids practically, and most importantly, we're feeding them spiritually. It was awesome here on, on Friday night with the youth guys. I was having a conversation with the boys and I was talking that concept through of being a gentleman and, you know, old school. For the old school folks in the room, when there's a girl going through the door, you open the door, you let her go through. Uh, you know, if, if there's an older woman carrying something, you can't carry it for her. We talk through some of those practical ways of making they do that. Added to that, if I hear of any boys in this youth ministry and you're hurting the girls in this youth ministry, my foot up your backside. That is what's happening very clearly. And we we uh, had to do a counselling session Saturday. There was a lot of breakups going on for some reason. I yeah, don't know if that yeah. was related. But yeah, I did threaten all of your sons. <laughs> so just to be really clear about that. Uh, totally was. Uh, no, it was a great time. Um, and, and listen, we, we see that right across the board in all the different departments of what we do. We see God moving. We see that on every Sunday morning in, in the creative team. And, and I love what you said before, Deb, making an atmosphere for people to worship, set up by our host team to make an atmosphere. During the week, we continue that on uh, with our life groups to continually build that atmosphere. And, and obviously, on a, on a Sunday morning, we do that through our youth ministry upstairs. We do that through our kids' ministry, continue upstairs. And right here in this room, we want to see the Word of God preached. We want to see people developed into the truth that's in the Word of God. We want to see your kids, your, your uh, teenagers and your young adults built, established and outworked through that. Now, the reason for this conversation today is simply we know there is a whole bunch of people joined our church, brand new to who we are. And, and just to help you understand, who do I chat to? Who do I speak to? Who do, who do I you know, help connect with to, to talk this through and to remain involved in the house of God? Listen, maybe you've joined here from another church and you come in saying, I, I want to know. Here are the faces right here uh, for you to start to speak to, to say, hey, listen, I want to be involved. I want to serve. Uh, maybe you've got 
one of those incredible gifts, singing or, or using an instrument, maybe you've just got a beautiful smile. Like John said, that you can just smile at somebody and change that whole atmosphere. We'd love you involved. We'd love you in part of what we do. Uh, we'd love you serving in the house of God. And we know, for myself, uh, I encountered God when I was 19 years of age. The next week, I got involved. And uh, here I am still in the house of God a lot of years later. And uh, involvement is a key part of that. It helps us to be serving. It helps us to be connected. And you know what? It helps somebody else. I look at my journey. My journey has been making a difference in so many other people's lives. And it's a powerful, powerful thing. Hey, let's pray uh, as we wrap up here. Thank you. Give our team a great hand. Thank you so much. Holy Spirit of God, we thank you for the church. God, we thank you for what you've done in this house. God, we thank you for our kids, what you're doing in our kids' lives as you're stirring in, in our young people's lives, in our youth, in our young adults. God, we thank you for the growth in families. God, I thank you for every new person that's walked into this place over these last six, 12 months. God, I thank you for their lives. I thank you for the call of God upon them. God, I thank you. Some maybe walk into this place not quite sure where they fit. God, I pray over this next season they'd find that. They'd find that in a connection group. They'd find that in a life group. They'd find that in an area of service. They'd find that in all the different areas for their lives. God, we pray that you would stir in people's hearts. God, their gifts and their talents. God, the gifts and talents wouldn't lay dormant. God, you built that into people's lives, these unique individuals. And we thank you for that. Thank you for our gifts and talents. God, stir in that in our lives, stir that in who we are. We pray in Jesus' wonderful name. I know this message will keep speaking to you as you continue your day. So for more information about City Point West, jump on citypointchurch.com or follow our social media accounts, Instagram, City Point West, or our Facebook, City Point Church West. Have a great day.